The International Association for Near-Death Studies presents NDE Radio, a weekly exploration of near-death experiences and similar encounters with the other side. Now, here's your host, Lee Whitting. How would you feel if you died at eight years old and found yourself trapped and being bullied by bad little ghosts? Would you think to ask God for help? Welcome to NDE Radio. Brought to you by IANS, the International Association for Near-Death Studies. I'm your host, Lee Whitting. Our guest today, Ken Lett, has been on the show twice before, back in November of 2015. And if you haven't listened to his story thus far, I'd recommend you check out the archives of those two shows. In describing his NDE, Ken reported that at age eight, his soul lifted up but was trapped at first by a long thread that attached him to his body while the angry ghosts of bad children tormented him in the dark. Interesting that that sounds something like the political arena in the United States today. And coincidentally, the awakened memories he is having these days of what he was shown back then reflect very much on the impending future of the USA. Check out Ken's earlier shows with us with uh, us to put into context the revelations he'll be talking about with us right now. Ken, welcome back to NDE Radio. Well, yes, thank you, Lee. It's a pleasure to be here. It's good to have you back. Ken, the Bible has been used for both good and ill now for hundreds of years, and your NDE gave you a bit of God's point of view on the subject. And you've told me that prophetic revelations you had at age eight are now coming back to you, and their relationship to the Bible is a part of that. So. Please tell us uh, about what you are now remembering about your NDE and how it how does it relate to the Bible? Okay, well, um, yeah, I avoided talking about the Bible uh, in the previous shows um, because I wasn't really prepared to be more specific. But um, yes, you're right; clarity is coming. Uh, I am remembering much more. I wish I could uh, remember exact things that were said, but Perhaps that will come later. But um, during part of my near death, um, I was being led around by an entity that, that I called Mother, a very loving entity and, and uh, just a very sweet and kind mother type. Um, but then I was shown a vision uh, during the time when uh, I was receiving a lot of information um, some of it seemed mathematical and it made perfect sense and then other parts parts of it uh, related to the the natural uh, relate between um, say for example living plants and the earth and how it all fit together um, and then part of it I was shown a Bible and um, it was like a vision of an actual Bible right there in front of me and it was like watching a documentary and then I heard a voice explaining things about the Bible to me um, and one of the specific things that's been more clear in my head is that something happens very early in human history uh, that the Bible gets into a little bit and it caused uh, a division of faith uh, a division of humanity uh, so that um, and I believe it was described as, as two different ways uh, that humanity would go um, and then it would it would basically split us, is the way it was described. Um, 
And then, but then um, the Bible, the, there's more about the Bible, but I need to go ahead and finish telling you about uh, then the vision that I saw of my personal life um, on the United States. And then I can get back to the Bible and kind of finish it up if that's okay with you. That's that's fine, Ken. Okay. So um, I mentioned before that uh, Mother took me to a place where I was introduced to an entity that was like a teacher. And I was shown uh, a globe or a, a model of the earth that was on a pedestal. Um, something more specific I remember now is that uh, there were sparkling lights on top of the uh, globe. And I was told that every time one of those sparks of light lit up and went out, that was a person that was dying and their souls were separating from their bodies. Mm. And, um, and sometimes when that happened, I could see like a streak of light leaving the planet. And uh, that was like a soul taking its journey, uh, searching for heaven. So um, I was showed, shown specifically uh, my time and place uh, where I came from, and it was definitely the United States. And then I've spoken before how I, I witnessed, uh, I was pointed out something that was important, and I witnessed uh, the assassination of JFK, um, and that it would trigger a, a period of turmoil, and it would be the beginning of some some bad things that, that were going to develop in my country. Mm. And uh, it was upsetting for me. I, it made me sad. And and I asked, well, why would God let this happen? Um, everything up to that point in my life, uh, there was a lot of positive energy in our country. Uh, Kennedy was still alive. Uh, there was hope. There was an outlook for a positive future. Um, people seemed to be working together. Uh, there was happiness, and um, people were able to get by, to make a living, to, mm. to live, to fulfill their lives. And then I was told that uh, this would trigger a period that would would uh, impose in, on all that, and it would change it, and it would make our nation uh, bitter. And um, I was told that uh, it's a part of history that, his, basically I was told that history needs to flow and um, that I should not personally um, allow it to get me upset or I should get too involved in it myself because it wasn't my place. Or it, it wasn't meant like a condemnation. It was just more like they, they too wanted to know where I fit in the world because Mother wanted to know if I was going to be a person who was going to affect any of that if I was going to be directly involved in any of that and whether or not um, I was going to cause any of it, maybe perhaps become a leader or something. And then the answer was no. So it was advised to me that I should not get too concerned about it because these things, they happen. There's a reason behind it. And um, only God knows. It was kind of the way it was put. So, uh, okay, so moving on from the Kennedy thing, then... Um, they they told me now here is something that's much worse that's gonna that's gonna happen, and um, and it's gonna happen toward uh, the later part of my life. So I'm basically hovering over the United States, 
I can, I can see the land and I can see it's very green. Um, I could not see barriers or borders of states or anything, but I, I could pick out certain regions. So it's basically over the eastern seaboard or the eastern half of the United States, uh, looking to the east. And, um, then I saw, uh, something that looked like uh, a large building, like a government building with uh, several pillars in the front, tall pillars. Uh, and that was, I was told that was symbolic, that um, it was a government building, and that there would be uh, some discussion and uh, debating going on involving that building. So I, I think it's the Supreme Court. Then I saw uh, two different presidents. Uh, one of them was more influential and more outspoken than the other, but there was a relationship between these two different presidents. And I, I expressed surprise that one of them was a woman, but uh, we had a female president. Mm. And um, she spoke, and she was trying to make some points. And she basically had her heart in the right place. She wasn't pointed out to me as being a bad person, but actually a person who was trying to make changes that would uh, help the country because it had become so terrible. Um, and I have to tell you, I, if you haven't drawn the lines by now, um, that voice that she used when she was trying to sound um, influential, when she was trying to sound strong, uh, like she knew what she was doing, uh, I'm sorry, but Hillary Clinton, when I hear her speak, that is the voice. Mm. Um, now, the other president that I saw, it was a man, but I do not recall much of what he said. Um, all I know, all I know, that what this female president was proposing, it was something to do with legislation. It was something to do that was really important with uh, perhaps the tax system works or something in that nature. Then I saw mass rebellion, and it was uh, centered in the hearts of uh, people mostly men, uh, leaders who had sort of self-appointed themselves to places, to positions of power, and they did it uh, through the way they lived their lives. And then it turned out many of them were of a religious sect or a type of Christianity uh, that was completely wrong and um, totally away from what Jesus had taught and what the relationship with God was truly meant to be. And that's where the Bible ties in, because then I was shown that this Bible, uh, because of the division and the split, by the time it gets to these people in this particular time when there's disruption in the United States, that this was a form of Christianity that was evil and uh, that it would do great harm. And it was because uh, the leaders dared to uh, beg for money um, from the old and the feeble to build up their organizations, and they did it in the name of God. And they built uh, great churches and great buildings and institutions, um, uh, facilities. They, they uh, build uh, personal mansions to live in, and they live like kings, uh, overlords, and that all of it, is totally evil and, and based on wrong because they're doing it in the name of God 
And these people actually believe that their success and their ability to um, gain this kind of influence and power through money is actually by the grace of God, and it is not um, because it, um, they personally are profiting from it too much. And then they take it a step further, and they take their money that they've begged off the old and the feeble, and they get involved in politics, which is another sin, and they dare to do it in the name of God. Um, that they that they are speaking on behalf of God, that th- these are the things that God wishes us to do in our government, as if our government is the center of the of the um, of the world, as if we're so important, we're so self-anointed with importance that uh, they actually believe that uh, their actions and their involvement in politics is an extension of God's will, which is another sin, a, a terrible sin. Um, they're misleading people. And then the legislation and the types of things they sponsor, like the anti-gay movements, um, uh, legislation that uh, makes it more difficult for uh, gay and lesbian and whatever uh, type of sexuality that they don't approve of, uh, makes it more difficult for them to get a job, makes it more difficult for them to uh, transfer their wealth to their loved ones instead of having a family that takes it from them. Um, all those kinds of things uh, that they sponsor. And they tempt the public to sit in the judgment seat. They bring up issues purposely, and they create chaos, and they profit from it. And that's another sin, and they're doing it in the name of God. Yeah. And um, it's they're horrible people, and God pointed out that when this rebellion happens, that a lot of the anger and the frustration um, that's going to be brought out was it, it's in their hands that they're going to be responsible for it. And um, so I saw a lot of fighting, I saw a lot of evil, I saw a lot of people being taken advantage of, and then I saw um, a battle uh, like a war. Uh, being fought in in states that were north of Florida. So I saw all that, and I told the the, um, teacher entity, I told her, uh, look, I've heard about a civil war before. Perhaps you're showing me something that has already happened. I was just hoping that it wasn't Mm -hmm. true, that Mm -hmm. it wasn't going to happen again. But she said, no, this is a second civil war, and this one's going to be much worse than the first. Excuse me, I have to get a drink of water. Of course. So um, so I see this fighting, um, and then uh, just, before, just before all that fighting, though, I saw something that looked like an armada or a very organized uh, group of ships, like perhaps military. It was, it was sort of, um, it was intended to just show me that... Um, this military organization, uh, whatever is going to happen, is a big wave, and output that is uh, sponsored by the people who think and feel uh, that they truly do represent God's will, and uh, they wage war. Uh, the war doesn't go well, and um, it causes even more of the strife and more of the anger, anger and frustration in our country. And that, too, has taken place, and so that it's it's building up to the frustration that builds up to this war. And then other countries are going to get involved in the fighting. 
And um, then I saw a major army building up in the west of the United States, about in the center of the United States, and they stretched from north to south, and it's just like, and they just moved. They kept fighting and fighting until they they pushed the resistance uh, all the way down to the final battle, which is going to be down around Atlanta. And um, and then they will win. And uh, I don't know which army it is. Um, I don't know what country is behind it. But they will win. And then shortly after, after the fighting is over, then there's going to be a major seismic eruption uh, somewhere in the center of the United States. And uh, I think it's possibly uh, that huge um, volcano that uh, they say is in uh, Yellowstone National Park. Mm, the and caldera. Caldera. Yep. And um, it will wipe well, that, out our country. That, that has the capacity, if it fully exploded, to destroy the world for the amount of energy that's built up on, under that. Well. Yeah, that's that's what I've read as well, but um, that's not going to happen. It, okay. It'll destroy. It'll destroy the United States. All this self righteousness, all of this, um, all the ideology, and all the stuff that we're all struggling with, um, as if we were, Christ- like we were made out to be some sort of special country that we were. We were. But we're falling into an absolute cauldron of confusion, and the ideology has misled everyone. All of our greatness will disappear with the eruption. We will be wiped off the map, uh, but it's not going to destroy the world. I, would, I was shown that um, it would take a very long time, but eventually there will be lives back on the eastern seaboard. And I saw, once again, I saw blinking lights when only it was just like normal. Like perhaps people were dying of old age or whatever, yeah. and it was just blank once in a while. So that life does return, but it takes a very long time. And so, okay, um, I imagine you have some questions if we have time, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, to you had an actual image of the Bible when this yeah. was being revealed to you. This this mm-hmm. image of of what was going on. Did you have the feeling or do you have the feeling that the Bible was inspired by God and then misinterpreted by man or was it written by man for his own political ends? It was written by man. Hmm. But a, a lot of the a lot of the men that wrote it were people like me who perhaps had a near death experience and um then they wrote they wrote down what they saw and with the best interpretations they could to see, oh my gosh, all that is so old and in so many different interpretations and languages and, and yeah, there's been political involvement in filtering things out and changing it. Um, the notion the notion that uh the Bible says that uh being gay is a sin and and that the idea that a, a true Christian would, would go after them and and um make their lives more difficult through things like legislation or, or rejection, as if they are enacting God's will on those gay people. Who in the heck do they think they are? Um, mm. gay, gay people have been with humanity since the beginning of time. And what, what makes the ones that accuse them of so harshly 
now in the United States? What gives them the right to do anything towards people that God also created? Well, Jesus never uh, made a big issue of of gayness. He was he came out against divorce, which of course most uh, most churches these days accept. But he was mostly concerned with the poor and the sick, uh, the blind and the lame, and the injustice of um, the you know the powers that be. Even then, the Pharisees and the priests who were collecting all this money and and the the poverty of the of the the hungry and the homeless, the same same sorts of things that we're seeing going on in this country today. Right. It's extremely sad that when they do it in the name of God and they self-anoint themselves, uh, that is that's a huge sin. Um, they are not gods on this earth. Um, so eventually when all this happens, when we get wiped out, then um, righteousness and uh, judgment will be back in, in God's hands again. And all this junk that's going on with us, it'll just be wiped out. It'll be done. How, 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 what's your attitude toward free will coming out of this? Do you feel that this uh, this war is inevitable? Or is it um, something that we could change if we only got our act together? It, yeah, that hasn't that isn't something that was said to me. Um, I, I've been asking myself, quite a lot, you know, why me? Why would they show me something like that? And I've decided to talk about it because I, I can't imagine why they would want me as an individual and only me to, to see all that. Um, what good is that? It, and why me? So I just have come to the conclusion that uh, I believe that if God would show me something like that, that surely it would be okay to share the knowledge. Um, oh, oh, absolutely. I, I agree. I think that's what, the only reason he would show it to you. And there have been other people who've been, uh, who've had near death experiences that have, uh, come, you know, who, who come back with tales of how wonderful heaven is and how screwed up the earth is and how we're ultimately going to, uh, self-destruct. So yeah. it's, I think it's a, a theme that is growing in strength, uh, coming out of NDEs. Yeah, it it's sad. I, I I hate to see it. I hate that people have fallen to this. But the ones that worry me the most are the ones that actually believe that their power and influence here on Earth was granted to them by God, that they're special somehow. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, well, a warning of this sort also makes people perhaps reconsider their own personal greed and whether they shouldn't be. Uh, Building some credit in heaven by sharing sharing the wealth and sharing the opportunities and uh, forgiving people instead of uh, blaming them for you know whatever their religious tradition is is blaming them for. You know, actually, the legislation or whatever that um I I was hearing about, I I heard the woman president talking about it, but I can't remember too many specifics, but. I do know that it uh, has something to do with money and uh, power and control in the hands of people that shouldn't have it. Uh, so legislation, there's going to be an attempt to straighten some of that out. Um, and that's that's where the, the people who are, are wrong, the ones that have been getting by with this for, well, I thought televangelism start building 
start growing in the early 1980s. You know, and they came on cable television and they had their shows and they would sit there and cry and beg and uh, God wants this and God wants that and, you know, please give us donations. They dared to suggest that they could heal people, uh, but they would only do it on their TV shows. They'd never go to a hospital. Uh, they, they get caught pulling all kinds of weird financial stuff and then they get themselves in trouble. And, uh, I, I, that's, that's where I saw it all start building. And I would watch some of that on like television for just a couple of minutes and I would just feel ill. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't stand it. I'd have to turn it off. And, and I know there, there were like comedy shows and things in the eighties, like on Saturday Night Live where they made fun of some of that. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, thank you that somebody actually sees how funny these people are. But those organizations have grown. They continue to grow, and they continue mm. to beg money off of people. It's, it's a horrible situation. And then the Republican Party adopts them, and they dare to suggest that if you vote Republican, that God will, will be pleased. The, uh, we're, we're the party that uh, has a better connection with God. Oh my God! Give me a break. Why Coming out of your NDE, Ken, did you did you have a sense of what direction God wanted uh, wanted us to go in? In other words, was was there this prevailing sense of love that um, uh, that you know we should carry through onto Earth? Yes, uh, and thank you for that, because I, I do kind of get on a roll sometimes. <laughs> I need to bring that love part of it back. Um, how can I put this? I, I think we're just at a crossroads here. We've mm-hmm. really hit a major crossroads, and there's going to have to be some changes. And perhaps I was shown the war as, as a worst-case scenario. I, I would like to think that it doesn't happen. I, I would love to be wrong really love to be wrong. Um, and then as far as the explosion, uh, the volcano, I don't think that it was put to me as if it was the punishment that was brought up uh, by God, that um, that he's decided to destroy us because um, we're that evil. Um, I, I didn't get it that way. Uh, I got it more like, look, humanity has a short time here, or at least people in this country, they have a short time left. And what are you going to do with that time? Are you going to continue your evil and steal and uh, get your piles of money and sit there and and, uh, pretend that that's not the only thing you love? Or are you going to get out there and uh, be somebody who can be uh, a true representative of God, truly help people who really need it? And again, a change in legislation that evils, uh, evens out the playing field so that everybody can work uh, and perhaps uh, gain a little bit of happiness, that would be a good first step. Mm. And uh, Yeah, I would like to believe that uh, we can turn around and we can change. And it sounds like even in your worst-case scenario, there's a remnant of people that survive and uh, eventually reoccupy America. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it will never be so-called powerful like we like to talk. We like to talk about how great our nation is, how powerful we are. Some of those politicians, they're on the wrong track. And uh, to, to talk 
like that. It just flies in the face of God. Mm. You know, I think well, we've amassed I'm, such power in our weaponry. I mean, you know, you talk about how this would be much worse than the Civil War. Well, it would almost have to be given the kinds of arms, you know, the poison gas and the and the chemical warfare and the and the nuclear warfare that could be possible coming out of something like this. Well, that's true. I, you know, the thing is that kind of confusing to me is I didn't see really highly uh, technical weapons being used, um, but I did see a lot of people dying. Um, mm. And to think well, that, that would... it would be to be think to think to think that it'd be centered around Atlanta of all places, but that's where I saw it. Well, there is a there's a angry group of people right now out there, uh, angry and afraid, and it's been inspired by politics, uh, no doubt. That uh, it's created an attitude where some people would like to. I mean, Texas has talked about seceding from the United States. I could see where an attitude like that might spread. Yeah, I, I got the definite impression that uh, there's a rejection of. Uh, leadership that um, what's part of the problem is going to be that um, the people that want to fight um, they reject the legislation they reject the leadership mm. uh, they won't follow it they, they and then they of course try their best to turn others um, to their side and then the country will be definitely divided yeah and it has to do with money and greed it's just really sad it is. Well, Ken, uh, I thank you so much for this. We're we're really out of time for today, but uh, my thanks even for this grim message, Ken. For <laughs> thank you for sh- sharing um, the prophetic aspects of your NDE with us and the implications it holds for all of us. Uh, if the yeah, audience kind of likes it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Got to speak what you know, and uh, this is something that's coming back to you now. If the audience would like to listen to this show again or any other of our previous programs, uh, please visit our website at nderadio.org. And for more information about IANS and our upcoming con- conference in July in Orlando, Florida, please visit the IANS website. This is Lee Whitting saying thanks for listening. <laughs>